Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on yet another IBG episode today, I'm fired up once again. Been banging out some uh, short and sweet. Oh, boy, I said it. <laughs> Kiss of death there. I've been um, banging out these uh, quick episodes with some topics that have been on my mind that I've been wanting to share with you guys um, just so that I can keep the content rolling. I, I you know, I, I know you guys are enjoying it. The IBG episodes in between guest episodes, get more listens than any other episode, barring a few, you know, a few special guests here and there that, that are just, you know, I guess, uh, heavy hitters or whatever, po- popular guests, I guess I should say that, you know, more folks want to listen to them, um, than, than some of the other episodes in my, and you know, these, these episodes and so on. But the majority of my, my listens come from these IBG episodes. So I, I know you guys are enjoying them. I enjoy making them. Just want to share my experiences as, as things go on um, over the years in my lawn care business, been doing this eight years, you know, still, I still consider myself a rookie. I'm a rookie for life. I know I've you know been doing this for a little while now, but I'm always learning new things, trying new things. So I, that's why I'm a rookie for life. But, and, and as I learn new things or as things keep coming up, you know, year after year, day after day, month after month or whatever, I think about it as a good opportunity. And I jot these things down on my phone so that I can remember to bring it up to talk about on the podcast. Now that I've had a podcast for over a year, um, that's where these things come from while I'm working is things just pop up or something happens, you know, while I'm working and it makes me think of something and I just want to share it with you guys. So I'm all fired up. I, I appreciate it. If you guys, you know, are really enjoying the show, like I know, like I know you guys are, because like I said, that that I'm get, getting more more downloads on the IBG episodes, more downloads as a whole, they're going up. So I appreciate that. Show's growing, getting more people listening. So I appreciate it. So do me a favor and you know share share this episode. Uh, if you haven't already, given it a, give it a five star rating review on on Apple Podcasts. Go on Spotify and click five stars now. Um, just, just, just to help, you know, help the the people that the right people find the right content from my podcast. Uh, I I appreciate it guys. That's, that's how more people are going to know about it and how it's going to make me more excited to keep talking about this stuff and, and share it with you guys. Just, just have one more outlet of con of to, to create content to share with you guys, you know, with, in addition to YouTube and Instagram and everything else that that's gone on in the past and what's going to be coming in the future and then live events and we're get together and actually talk about this stuff in person and get to know each other and just, just really network and strategize and all that. So with all that being said, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> um, also, uh, so today's episode today, what I wanted to focus on was to push mo or not to push mo. That is the question. Is it not? There's a lot of people over the years. There's a lot of contradictory advice. Um, not contradictory. Uh, it could be, but what I meant to say was a lot of controversial um, advice. And and this topic in itself is kind of controversial. And I'm probably gonna you know piss some people off, but whatever. It's my podcast, you know. Um, it is what it is. So my opinion is, why leave money on the table because you don't want to push mo. Yeah, push mowing sucks in some cases. Yeah, it takes a little more work. Yeah, you need more room on your truck or trailer. Yeah, this, yeah, that. It's the cheapest piece of equipment you could possibly own 
and quite honestly, is the most durable. I mean, am I wrong? I don't know about you guys, but any 21 or 22 inch, you know, quote unquote push mower. I mean, they're all, I always get self-propelled ones. So they're not technically just a push mower, but self-propelled walk behind mower technically, uh, they've lasted forever. They're like tanks. You know, I, I've never got, I, mean, I don't even know what mower would be a cheap, cheap piece of junk that would not last that long. You know, cause I'm thinking to myself, maybe I just get really high quality mowers, but it, I've always gotten residential until just recently uh, when Toro sent me their heavy duty 21 inch battery powered 60 volt battery powered mower, which we all love. That thing is a beast and it's super lightweight because it's battery operated. The only thing that makes it heavy is that it's heavy duty. So like, you know, the, the whole frame is, you know, that the metal is, is, is very thick and heavy duty, which is why it's heavy duty. Um, so that makes it, that makes it a little bit heavier, but all in all compared to, you know, a traditional 21 or 22 inch engine motor, uh, um, gas engine. I mean, it's a lot, they're, they're all, those are a lot heavier. So this, this one's a lot lighter. So we love it. It's super fast, zippy and never have to fill up the gas Just swap out the battery, you know, every other day or every day, depending how much we use it, it comes with two batteries. So we always have one. I always charge one overnight. So I always have a, a fresh battery in the back of the truck. So we're good to go. Um, so we, we, we have a good time with that, but I just got that last year, I believe. So until that, so like the first six years up to that, when I started my company, I was using my old homeowner, Husqvarna 22-inch um, self-propelled mower. I used that thing till literally the wheels fell off. So I was using it for however many years, I don't even remember, prior to my business, you know, as a homeowner. And then I just kind of hung on to it when we moved to Virginia, from New York to Virginia, Fun fact there for those of you that are new. Thanks. Thanks again for hopping on the podcast. Appreciate you. Um, but I'm originally from New York, born and raised, uh, moved to Virginia a while back, probably what, 15 years ago, maybe now, um, when our daughter was in fourth grade. Now she's third year in college. So whatever that math is. Um, anywho, <clears throat> um, I, I, one, you know, I knew one day we were going to, I was going to need my mower again. Like I, I was always attached to my lawn equipment. I was that kind of lawn guy that was one of the envies or the envy of the neighborhood with the nice premier lush lawn, nice, you know, perfect stripes with my little 22 inch mower and all that. And, and I, I just always enjoyed it as a homeowner, which is, you know, I guess probably most likely why it led me to do this as, as for a living, like, Hey, maybe I can do this as a business and get out of retail. That's a whole nother story for another day. Um, talked about that before in previous episodes. So a little, brief backstories on those, but, uh, you know, so I, I, I always, I always appreciated good equipment, you know, loved lawns and grass and lawn care and all that turf maintenance. So I, I, you know, I was using, I held on when we moved, I held on to my Husqvarna mower. And then I used that for the first couple of years or however long that lasts. I don't even remember. <clears throat> um, actually I think I do. I think I remember for some weird reason, I made a, a YouTube video in 2016 don't ask me how I know or, or remember that it was 2016. I just really know that it was 2016. There are some key things like we got our house and things like that happened in 2016. But for the first, uh, for the first two years of my business, 
Um, cause for a while we were just renting and I was just hanging on to my Husqvarna mower. My wife's like, what are you doing? Why, why are you, why are we moving with that? Like, why are you, you know, packing that? I'm like, because we're going to have our own house sooner or later. So I want to use my, my mower, you know, it's my, my baby, you know, my, my little trimmer and blower, my mower, like that's why I'm just going to keep using it. So, but you know, then I started my business in 2014. So for two years I used, continue using that, but it was like, you know, multiple times a day, you know, four or five days a week for the backyards. And well, I started with just that actually. So my first year I was just, or my first year part-time, I was just using that. And then, uh, when I went full-time, I was like, all right, I need to get like an actual commercial mower that's bigger than this and so on. Um, so that just became, you know, for the smaller, you know, the small backyards, the smaller gates, things like that, even just the smaller yards in general, that just seemed like overkill to get a even a 48 inch walk behind mower like I had when I first started after, you know, I, I had, that was the first mower that I got after, um, you know, uh, my, my 22 inch mower when I got done using, when I needed to upgrade, I'm, I'm trying to say, man, really tongue tied there. When I needed to upgrade, the first mower that I got was the 48 inch walk by, but even that sometimes was overkill for some yards. So I would pull out the old Husqvarna 22 inch, but I literally wrote, rode the wheels off of that bad boy. And then I, got another Husqvarna <laughs> to replace it, you know, a different model and, and everything, but it was a great mower and that mower still works to this day. Um, but it was starting to fall apart as well. So again, if, if that was last year, which is 2021, I just say 2020 for good math. I'm not the, I'm not the biggest math guy here. Um, so 2016, 2020, so four years. So I was killing, crushing that thing for four years and it was still going well. Um, it just, there was a few things here and there. It, actually, it was because of, because I had employees, honestly, you know, when you're a solo owner operator, you can really take care of your stuff and make it last a heck of a lot longer than when you just have, you know, part-time people helping you out and they just don't, they just either don't have the experience or they don't care or a combination of the two. And that's why you really, that's one of the many reasons why I need commercial stuff because commercial stuff is a little bit is meant for a little bit more wear and tear. It's definitely meant for you to use every day versus once a week, right? Homeowner mowers and trimmers and things like that are only meant for homeowners to use once, maybe twice a week, not every day, not four or five, six times a week or fixed four or five, six days a week, several times, you know, sometimes 15 to 20 times a day. I mean, that that's a lot. You're, you're pulling, you know, you're turning the key or pulling the, the, the cord. You're starting these engines of all these different things of equipment. Um, you're, you're starting it up every, like, you know, 15, 20, maybe more times a day, depending on, you know, how the size of your properties and all that a day, four five, six times a week. That's a lot. So that's a lot of wear and tear. So that's why you really need commercial stuff. So anyway, but that Tuscarana was, was going strong, but you know, when I started getting part-time employees, like towards the end there, uh, towards the end of, of the lifespan of that mower anyway, it just started kind of getting its bumps and bruises because people weren't taking care of, they weren't as, uh, careful with it. They, um, uh, wasn't the word I was looking for, but it, it'll do. They weren't as careful with it as they, as you would be right. And as you would wish that they were and hope that they would be so that that's why I started getting banged up. So, but we were still using it. It was just a little, it was, eh, you know, it was a little tricky. It had, it had, it had its, uh, its quirks. Um, but then, then Toro sent me there that their 21 inch battery power mower. And so now the, the Husqvarna is in storage, um, for like an emergency backup. 
But I say all of that to say I have used push mowers since the beginning. I, I mowed my lawn as a homeowner with a push mower. I get it. Well, I enjoy that. I mean, my lawn wasn't that big and it was just once a week, right? But I get it. You're doing it. If you're doing it, you know, multiple times a day, four, five, six times a day, a week, you know, that in the, in the, you know, hundred degree temps that, you know, you add all that together. I get it. It's, it, it sucks, but embrace the suck, embrace the suck. If you want to make money and you want to grow your business, because I, I, I kind of feel like more people that say, well, if I can't get my, you know, zero turn through the gate, I ain't, I ain't, uh, I ain't doing it, you know, whether they're right next door to, to a yard I'm taking care of or not. I feel like those people, more of those people are like weekend warriors, you know, the part-timers, the ones that can, that don't care, right? They can be super selective. They're not trying to grow a business. They might not even have a legitimate business, meaning a business license and insurance and all that. They might just be the weekend warriors. Maybe it's something, you know, just some extra cash that they want to get some, some side, a side hustle, side income. They're not looking to make it any, any, any bigger than, than it is. They just, they just do whatever they can on the weekends just to make some extra money, you know, and that's it. And there's plenty of people like that. I get it. A lot of people start out that way and then they grow into in, into an actual business and they grow that and so on. But some people just stay the weekend warriors and that's fine too. But um, I feel like a, a large a large portion of those folks are the ones that are like, yeah, I ain't push mowing nothing. But I, because I, I personally feel if you're going to have a business and grow that business, you need to be a little more diverse. You need to be flexible. Again, that doesn't mean you need to have every single size mower that exists and have all this, all these different types of equipment, like pick the right setup for the right lawns that you're taking care of for the right services that you're offering for that day or every day or whatever, have the right trailer truck and all that. I get it. And that takes some time to figure that out uh, for sure. But when it comes to mowing, I feel like having a 21, 22 inch mower on your setup is, is, is standard. I mean, that's, I, I honestly just don't get it because for me, that would hurt my route density. Did we, there's like at least a handful every day on our routes that we have to whip out either the 21 or, and now I have the 30. I, I bought a whole bunch of stuff from Toro a couple of years back to get the fleet discount and everything. You know, my grandstand was getting super old. It was over 2000 hours um, from 2016. So that, that bad boy is, it's on its uh, end of its lifespan there. So I'm trying to nurse that along and I wanted to make that the backup mower, secondary mower. So I wanted to, you know, get, get a new grandstand. So I got that and a, a bunch of other things. It's right on spreader sprayer that I wanted for a long time. Um, I wanted a right on spreader sprayer. Toro bought out Z spray and created the spray master, which is identical to the Z spray. It's just Toro version and colors and all that. So it's awesome. Love it perfect timing. So I was able to get that with fleet discount instead of having to pay for, you know, get a, a Z, you know, a Z spray separately and Toro mower separately. Like I could just do it all together. It was just great. you know, and get, get fleet discount. So essentially with all the things that I got, I, I got the little divergence diverge here. Um, uh, a little rabbit hole here, but anyway, if you, if you know, you know, um, I, I got, I got the grandstand multi-force because I wanted to grow into it with my business growing cause it come, you can get different attachments. So I got, I, I got uh, one attachment with it, which is the big blower. So all these things are points that, that add up for your fleet discount. So, you know, between all those things that the grandstand, the, um, the, the low flow, 
hydraulic kit that you also had to get, which I think was maybe a point or half a point. Got the blower. You need to have the hydraulic, you know, um, low flow or high flow to power different attachments. Um, so I got the blower. And then I got the ride-on spreader sprayer. Oh, that's right. I got a stand-on aerator. I'm like, man, how is this? Add? This is not adding up to, I don't, I don't get it. But um, I, I, so I had a, I had a big 30 inch stand on aerator, which is kind of like the only other thing that I main piece of equipment that I got since my grand, my first grandstand back in 2016, before that I had the walk behind and I said that, so I had the walk behind belt dry 48 inch walk behind still had that for a very long time. Uh, until I got all this new stuff, I actually traded that in to my dealer. He took it and took some money off of the whole deal everything that I just said. But so in the interim of all that, I, I wanted to step up my aerations um, and, and not have to just use the walk behind aerator that I had that was really old falling apart. Hey guys, the Equip Expo, formerly known as the GIE Plus Expo, will be here before you know it, October 18th through the 21st. It's a great time. I go every year. I've been going for many, many years. It's worth it so in so many ways. All of the outdoor demo areas plus the indoor showroom. Talk to all of the all of your favorite manufacturers and uh, meet new ones, find new ones, and all the networking opportunities. A lot of great events, great food, great times, great educational opportunities as well there. So go ahead and check it out. If you don't know what it is, you can click the link in the episode description there and you can check out all about it as well as register. Uh, you can use my code LCR to save 50% off at any time. But if you register before September 9th, you get the early bird discount, which means with the 50% off, it'll only be $10 per person if you use code LCR. Again, that link is in the episode description. Thanks, guys. Hope to see you there. Do you want to save time and energy while increasing profits? Make your truck do the work with TruckMate. TruckMate attaches to any standard pickup truck hitch with no modifications. Remove the tailgate and turn your truck into a material dispensing monster. With the push of a button, you can pull material like mulch, stone, and topsoil from the truck bed and convey it in either direction directly into a wheelbarrow in seconds. Now you can have one man take one truck to knock out some of the small jobs in no time. The conveyor can also be removed Move from the tarp roller, allowing you to unload any material right onto the ground. This could be handy for dumping debris or firewood deliveries. TruckMate can pull more weight than even your truck can hold. Plus, you can still attach a plate-mounted hitch to pull a trailer if needed. Think of all the year-round uses for this truck attachment to make your business more productive and save your back in the process. This is perfect for small residential lawn and landscape businesses. Head over to mulchmateusa.com and save $400 on TruckMate with the promo code LCR. And of course, the link will be in the show notes. LCR not only uses the TruckMate, but he gives it his highest endorsement. Toro's new Revolution Series lineup provides you with a smarter, more connected fleet that makes your operation more efficient than ever before. It's the products you already know and love, just supercharged with Toro's Hypercell battery system. Learn all about Toro's new Revolution Series line at revolution.toro.com or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. This is the LCR Media Podcast. Once again, here's your host, Naylor Taliaferro. I got the stand-on aerator, Toro aerator, but it was the 30 inches, big, you know, nice. It's nice that it was big, but you can't get through a lot of the gates. Basically, the, the from wheel edge to wheel edge was 48 inches. 
So I knew if I couldn't get my 48-inch grandstand or walk behind through the gate, I wasn't getting that aerator through the gate either. So that meant a lot of walking behind my with my old beat-up um, aerator, walk-behind aerator. So um, so that that you know that was just kind of like ah whatever I had to deal with that. But because they didn't Toro didn't have any other options but that one. But then more and more companies started coming out with stand-on aerators, chains, hydraulics, all different you know, ways of engaging the tines, whether it be a button on the platform, the push or a switch on the top or whatever. Um, and they also came out with smaller ones. So Toro came out with a 24 inch stand on aerator, which is a lot more narrow and you can get through any 36 inch, um, or, or bigger gate. So as small as a 36 inch gate, you can get through, which was that I didn't need anything smaller than that. So now I didn't even ever have to really use my walk behind aerator. I still used it from time to time on like some of those steeper sections, you know, some yards that had like a real uh, steep slope on a particular part of their, of their yard. Or if they had like those little, like uh, those culverts, those like drainage ditches, like going in the front of their yard up to the street that's always a pain. You got to trim it or push mow it or whatever, and it gets all muddy and stuff. So trying to aerate, that's also a challenge, but the only way you're going to do it is to use a walk behind aerator or just don't do it at all and just chuck some seed down there. But that's probably the half-ass way to do it. Um, so, uh, I, I wanted to get the 24 inch aerator, but I didn't need the 30 inch aerator. So I, I sold it. You know, I asked, I asked my dealer if they wanted it, if they, if they would uh, buy it. And he said, yeah, you know, I could, but I know, I know somebody uh, that, that would buy it. Um, it would be a lot easier. One less thing I have to deal with. I'd rather just clear my hands of it. Um, so that, you know, I don't, well, I don't have to worry about it or whatever, but I, I can, I can let them know, tell them that you want to sell it and, and they can go from there. So, uh, uh, basically a local, another local company that's a large, larger, much larger than me, um, that focuses on, um, fertilization, weed control and aerating and seeding and doesn't do mowing or any of that kind of stuff. Um, they, they were, I guess, in the market for more aerators. So he sold them my, my stand on aerator. So I took that check and put it towards the whole thing. So when it was all said and done, like I said, I got the 52 inch grandstand multi-force with the low flow hydraulics, the blower attachment, um, the stand on ride on spreader sprayer, the spray master, um, and the 24 inch stand on aerator. And then I basically just got my 30 inch turf master for free because when you get by all those things and you qualify, I think I qualified for elite finance or elite, um, whatever it is, the, 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 uh, elite points, um, for, for, for discount. I got, I think like 20% or something off of my whole order. So the, the savings of that was thousands and thousands of dollars, which, you know, is what the 30 inch mower is. So essentially I got the 30 inch turf master for free, which is something I had thought about for many years. I know plenty of peers and mentors have talked about it. Some of the local guys I know have talked about that. It's something that they were thinking about doing, you know, f figuring out some sort of combination of things like that for them that they needed so they can save some money and basically get something for free and so on. So that was a massive rabbit hole there. I don't even think how many times I've even shared that, but there's, there's some food for thought there. That was my, my, uh, my thinking and my analogy. That's, so that's my current setup now, all that stuff I have. So we either pull out the 30 inch or the 21, depending on how we're feeling that day, I guess. Sometimes we pull out both if we have two different backyards to do or whatever. But, you know, the, the 30 inch is super heavy and that thing will drag you around the yard real fast. So if you're trying to get it done real fast and, and you know how to handle it, you know, 
guys will grab that before they grab the 21. Sometimes some yards, you got to use a 21 because they have a raised, you know, like a second tier section uh, that has grass up there. It's so annoying. I don't know why people do that. It's like they never thought about mowing their own lawn when they design that they're like yeah yeah that looks that looks that looks nice <laughs> it's like how are you gonna mow that man so you gotta you gotta carry a mower up there you know um so you don't want to carry the 30 inch that's actually impossible even if you have two people that's pretty difficult so one person yeah you're not lifting that 30 inch um but the 21 you can pick that right on up uh, or any other you know the any 21 or 22 inch mower you're you're going to be able to pick up um some are heavier than others our battery power 21 is is a lot lighter than the Husqvarna that I was using before so we just pick it up and 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 do use that for that so there's some yards where we have to use it but for the most part we can just use the 30 for everything um you know I got all this stuff I didn't know I was going to get. I was just using, we were still using the Husqvarna 20, 22 inch anyway. So, but we, we barely even used that once I got the 30. And then, like I said, Toro uh, sent, uh, sent me the 21 to use and make videos and, and, and give my opinion. And it's been great. And so now we just kind of alternate, like I said, when, when we need to for that. So I, I just, I just really have a hard time if you're trying to grow your company my personal opinion is why, you know, why, why pass it up? If you've already got two or three, or maybe you just have one on that street, you can have one more right next or across the street, but you just got to get a, you just got to get your small mower for the backyard. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, you can, you can just, you can get a, a 36 inch walk behind or stand on mower if it's that serious, right? If it's that serious, maybe, you know, I don't know. I can't even come up with, with reasons why, but I get it. It is more efficient for sure to get a, to get on a 36 inch stand on or use a 36 inch, 36 inch walk behind, you know, they're hydraulic, they steer. It's easier than manhandling the 30 inch for sure. Or even, you know, 21 or 22, you know, it's, it's all, you know, more manual stuff, but at the end of the day, just do something, whatever works best for you. But I just, I, I just don't get the whole, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not push mowing. Like I don't, I just don't get it. It to, Maybe you have yards in your area that you don't even have to worry about that. So that's awesome. Right. It makes it a lot easier to load up. You don't have to worry about, you know, putting that one extra mower in there. But my opinion has just been, like I said already, probably, at nauseum, as Caleb Allman has said a lot lately, um, you know, if you want the work and you want to grow, just just push mo. You know, don't don't. Uh, the one thing I don't do is push mo unnecessarily. The only time we will use the small mowers is if we have to because the gate's too small, or we have to, you know, carry it up to the second tier or. Uh, it's a really wet section, you know, maybe it's just super muddy from a lot of rain or whatever, you know, and, and it just wouldn't look right. And it would, it might take just as long, but it just wouldn't look as nice to trim it. Cause then you just kind of leave the grass all kind of like, you know, you know how it is when you're trimming a section, a nice section, it's just, you, you're, you're, you can't get it at the right, perfect height as the mower or any, and even, even if you can, it just just doesn't look right. It doesn't 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 look the same as when you use a mower. You know the clippings are a little bit longer because the mower kind of mulches it up at least twice, cuts it twice as the blade comes around and hits that blade, you know twice at least. 
So it kind of disperses back into the grass a little bit better, you know, or when you're trimming, it just kind of lays on top there a little bit. So it just doesn't look the same. So in a lot of cases, larger sections, we'll just uh, like a muddy section or something like that, you know, we'll, we'll get the, the smaller mower out for that uh, versus just trimming that whole thing. So lots of different reasons and variables for why, why and for using a smaller mower. I've always used a smaller mower. I've, I've always had a smaller mower on my, my setup. Um, I've had people want, ask me if I can do their entire yard with a small mower. And I'm, I just tell them absolutely not. Uh, un- unless it's a s- super tiny yard, um, which I'm still getting my 52 on there anyway, just between you and me. Um, you know, we're, we're going to knock that out, but, but again, I- I'm not going to damage people's yards. I'm not going to sacrifice the, the integrity of my work and mess up people's yards just because I'm trying to, you know, make a quick buck and get in and out as fast as possible and use the biggest mower. I- I'm still obviously, it may not be obvious for some people, but I am still going to make sure that the property, the health and and well-being of the property is is my my number one priority. So if I have to use a small mower, I will um for for like a non-small gated backyard. Obviously that I would have to because I don't have anything. I don't have a 36-inch mower. I I debated this for quite some time actually. Um not to diverge down another rabbit hole. This might have been the my my own kiss of death saying this is going to be short and sweet, but I thought for years of what would be the best setup. Should I just get a 36? Cause I, you know, I needed something more than just a 22 inch. I wanted to pick up productivity, but, and, but I didn't want to say no. I didn't want to turn down, um, the small, the, 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 uh, small gated backyards. Cause sometimes the backyards were actually a decent size and using a 22 inch is kind of a pain. So I get it. But it's just all about having the right the right setup. Like you know, is that the thirty inch? Is it because there's multiple brands now that that make a thirty inch mower. Some are even steerable to some. They're not hydraulically steerable, but they have you know um, like unlockable caster wheels in the front or something to make some. They can pivot and turn, so you don't ever really you don't have to have to worry about that. You know, you're still manhandling it. You know, you're still physically moving it versus it hydraulically turning itself. Um, but it's a little bit easier with the caster wheels. The, the the Toro Turfmaster does not have that, but some other brands do. Um, so, and they're always coming out with more more improvements to all that kind of stuff. Or you can get a thirty six inch. Um, I think um, there's there's quite the interesting combination of stuff. I think there's a thirty two inch walk behind um, mower, or maybe even stand on mower for some brands. I know there's a 40 inch stand on mower, like Toro's got a 40 inch stand on and a 36 inch stand on. I tried both. Didn't really like how, how, how they felt. They were very, very nimble, uh, very touchy. You know, I'm, I'm used to being on the big 48 or 52 grandstand. And when I get on the 36 or the 40, I just feel like it's just not meant to be. It just doesn't, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense for for all of my yards, the backyards that I was going to use it on. A lot of them, there's like hills and all kinds of those things. They they're just too narrow. They don't have a good. They're just not able to hold anything. Um, so I'd rather just have a walk behind, you know, thirty six inch walk behind or something to walk around. But so I, I debated all these things, all these different sizes. They could all basically still fit through all my gates. Even you know, forty could fit through most gates. Obviously, if it was a thirty six inch gate, then it wouldn't. But I don't. I don't think I had any of those at the time. 
But I thought about, well, what if I ever do, you know, now I'm stuck with, you know, now I just have a 22 or a 40, like, okay, now I'm back to 22. So I, I debated this for many years, for uh, not many years, probably like two years. And, and I, like I said, I tried a 36 to 40, I demoed a lot of things, tried different brands, asked a lot of opinions, made some YouTube videos about this. And I just eventually settled on getting the 30 inch. As much of it can be a beast, it can be, it can be a bear to use that thing if you don't know how to use it and you're hot and tired it can be a bear for sure. You know, it's just a, it's just a massive heavy version of a 21 or 22 inch mower, but it's super powerful, super heavy duty and super fast. And it'll cut through anything. It goes, you can adjust it all the way up to to five inches. So you can plow through anything that your grandstand or your, or a walk behind mower can plow through. Just, just put the uh, side chute on there, you know, take the, um, take the mulch uh, guard or whatever the heck it's called, the side chute, cap or I don't even block, whatever it's called. Um, there's basically just like a, like, like a, a door on the side there that just clamps the side shut so that it, so it acts as a mulching mower. And, you know, you can, you can put a bag on the back of it, uh, take the mulch plug out and put the bag on the back and bag stuff if you want, or you can just take that thing off the side and put the, the, uh, the shoot deflector. I'm losing, losing, the words for all these things, but the shoot, because I hardly ever mention that, that stuff or even use it. But if you really need to, you can put the side shoot on, on there and, and you just, you just plow through some stuff and just flies out the side, just like any other walk behind or grandstand mower, just, you know, smaller deck, smaller shoot and all that, but you can still cut tall, thick grass. So that's what I ended up doing. I ended up doing that. I ended up going with 30 inch, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, saved some money and I thought it would still be just as efficient to get through instead of using the 21 or 22. So that's, that's what we've been doing. That's been our setup and we, and we use it constantly. It works well. I don't ever have to turn down a yard. There's been plenty of times where we've taken on a new client in a, in a neighborhood that we're already in and the front yard or the whole side, the whole front yard or a side section is just a muddy mess. And we pull out the 30 it's heavier, you know, it's heavier than a 21 or 22, but the wheels aren't too big. So if it leaves a couple of tracks, it's not the end of the world. There'd still be tracks with the 21 or a 22. They'd just be more narrow, and you'd have to go back and forth a lot more. So, you know, we use the 30, and we can jack the deck up and get through some thick stuff and get the get the, the lawn, a new lawn back on it down to a level that needs to be in, in, in shape. And then once it dries out, you know, the following week or whatever, then we can get the bigger mowers on there if we need to, uh, if, if we're able to. So it's been very versatile to use a smaller mower. So don't, don't be afraid of it. Don't, you know, don't knock it. I mean, you do you, I get it. I'm not trying to tell anyone what to do or convince anything, anyone of anything. Just, I'm just sharing my feedback, my opinions, my experiences. I would not have as much route density. I'm telling you that right now, actually is the fact of the whole matter of this episode. I, w- I personally would not have near as much route density if I did not, um, if I if I didn't use a push mower or a small mower, you know, a thirty inch or twenty one, twenty two inch mower. If I said no to all those all those yards with the small gates, small backyards, and all that, I would have probably half as many yards as I have in each neighborhood. So my route density would not be as good. I wouldn't be making as much money. My business wouldn't be growing as much. It would be very um, challenging. I, I mean, talk about being selective. Like it, it's already bad enough when the neighbor next door has got nothing but weeds and they don't want, you know, 
me to treat their yard or they don't want anyone to treat their yard. They just want me to hack it down every two weeks or something. It's hard enough for me to say no to that. Not hard enough. I, it's easy for me to say no to that. It's, it's awkward enough for me to be like, no, sorry. Even though you're right next door, I don't want nothing to do with you. Like, you know, that's that it's awkward enough for that and challenging enough, you know, to deal with those situations. And tr- while you're trying to grow, you know, you're trying to get that route density. So that'd be just one more yard, but it's like, oh, it's a mess and it's weeds and not, you know, all that. I don't want to do it bi-weekly. I want to do it weekly and blah, blah, blah. And it's a, it's a bad, bad perception. And I went into that protecting your brand episode a few few uh few episodes ago check that out um another ibg episode i went into that more detail but just adding one more layer of saying no because i don't want to push mo i don't know my personal thing is be ready be ready to handle anything my setup we can tackle any property big or small doesn't matter solo or with a crew so that's that's just how i built my business and my setup and it's, it's worked for me. So maybe it'll work for you guys out there if you're kind of on the fence or you're just starting out and you're not sure what your setup is or what sizes mowers you should get or, you know, if you should use a push mower or not. Or, you know, you've heard people say, you know, I'm, I, I'm just loading my zero turn and, and going like I'm not, you know, don't even put a push mower on my on my trailer or whatever. Like if, if you were kind of in that funky land there, not sure what what, you know, what to make of it all. Hopefully this helps steer you in one direction or the other. It just helps you make up your own mind. So, all right, we're going to keep this short and sweet, guys. Thank you uh, for listening once again. Thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And until the next episode, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.